Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'm speaking with a woman who operates a business from her RV to help other people capture and preserve their photographs and memories in a way that can't be lost. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with a community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a diamond or platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Brenda Esdor is the owner of Preserving Memory Lane. She and her husband started RVing full-time earlier this year. It is something that they've been planning for quite a while, and it was a process of downsizing that opened Brenda's eyes to a new business idea. She had boxes of photos, albums, and videos that they would not be able to easily take with them on the road. She didn't want to leave them in storage because all it would take is one flood, one tornado, or an extended period of high heat to destroy the memories forever. It's important to maintain those memories, not just for her enjoyment, but for generations of people who follow and may want to view things like their wedding photos and a video someday. Brenda discovered preserving memories was a common pain point among RVers. She developed a system that not only captures the image, but also allows people to explain more about a photo, such as who is in it, what they were doing, and why the moment was significant. Anyone who has had to contend with an estate knows how frustrating and overwhelming it can be to discover boxes of photos and not know anything about them, like who the people are or where it was taken. It's a problem that goes beyond boxes of old photos. What are people supposed to do with the thousands of digital images they have stored on their phones and computers that could disappear in an instant with a hard drive failure or an accidental click of a button? To tell us more about her RVing experiences and about her business and how it can help RVers, please welcome Brenda Esdor with Preserving Memory Lane to the show. Thank you for joining me today, Brenda. I really appreciate the time. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. Um, I am from Iowa, and my husband and I literally just last week started our full-time RV um, lifestyle adventure. And we're super excited. Um, but one of the things uh, that I came across as we started downsizing a year ago was what to do with all of my photos and my photo albums and my videos and the things that are bulky that aren't going to fit in my RV with us, but are important, and I still want them, but what do I do with them? 
Good so point. that's where my business um, is being birthed from, from that pain point of, you know, I'm not going to leave them in a storage space because all it takes is one tornado, one hurricane, a couple of years of extreme temperatures, and they're ruined. That's right. So. Exactly. So what a cool business idea to help people preserve these messages uh, or these vital photos and videos and things like that. Yeah, I, it is important. And, and we're not just doing it. One of the things I try and remind people of, too, is when I'm working with them, is that what we do isn't just for us. It's for the generations to come. You know, preserving my wedding video isn't just so that I can watch it on my anniversary. It's so that my grandchildren's grandchildren can see it someday. That's an excellent point, Brenda, because of a good friend of mine just lost his father last year. And now they're going through the apartment and they're coming across literally boxes full of photographs that they have no idea who these people are or whether they're connected to the family or whether they're friends or anything like that. So anything that can be done to help preserve those memories for the next generation is a really good idea. Yeah. And what I do started out helping just everybody, um, you know, sticks and bricks people, RV people. I just really noticed the pain point when we became RVers in that, you know, I don't have a room or a shelf or a bookcase to keep all of my stuff in, in the RV, but I still want it with me. So how do I make my memories mobile? Like I'm making my house. Okay. So do you help people by scanning the photos and things like that and organizing it for them? Or do you just tell people how to do that? I can do it and have done it all. Um, I, I really try and meet my clients where they're at. Some are real good do-it-yourselfers and they just need coaching and a system and a place to put everything. Some people look at everything and they're just completely overwhelmed and they just hand me boxes of everything. And it's just like, give it back to me when it's done and it's pretty. <laughs> and I've done that. Okay. Uh, I have even worked with family uh, and done estates where we took all of grandma's photos and videos and scrapbooks and digitized everything so that the entire family, cousins and everyone had access to all of grandma's um, memories and photos and stuff. So I've worked with estates um, and now I'm starting to work more and more within the RV community. And within that, again, it's meeting people where they're at. Are they just starting their journey and they're downsizing? Well, then they still have access to everything because they're just in the process. And again, I can coach them through it. I can do it for them. I have got lots of different options to meet them where they're at. Or if they're already on the road, okay, now what? Because what if you did leave all of your memories behind in a storage space? Um, we are actually, because we're still just in the pre-launch phase of this, working towards being able to even go and meet up with an RV couple or individual at their storage space and help them physically. Number one, you gotta go find them, you know, look in your storage space and all of that. And where did the photos go? Um, and help them and like be able to meet up for three or four days with wherever their stuff is and help them to physically get that project going. Oh, very um, good. So you'll actually yeah, because, go visit people? Well, you know, in the RV world, that's part of the beauty of it. We're mobile. You know, if we plan ahead and 
look at everybody's calendar. We can plan to be in Phoenix in three months or Houston next fall and meet up with um, whoever, you know, the person wanting to work on stuff and physically help them do that. Because for some people, it is so overwhelming to even think about starting. They just don't. Mm -hmm. And well, then like your friends, you know, the grandpa passes away and we're going through stuff and now it's too late. Right. So are you helping people with physical photos or digital photos or both? Both, because there too, you know, once we get our, our old physical stuff under control, because we're RVers and we are out on the road experiencing all kinds of phenomenal um, places and things, we are taking hundreds of photos yes. on our phones because yeah. it's right there with us. It's in our pocket. It's, and so now what do we do to curate those, to save those in a place that's secure? So again, so that my granddaughter's grandchildren can come back and experience what her great great grandparents did in their RV. That's right. Um, how do we put that in some sense of order and and save it so that we don't just have you know four thousand photos on our phone <laughs> that can be lost? Well, that, so yes, I do the whole thing from start to finish. We're going to work with your old stuff, and then we're going to keep you current on your new stuff, all of our digital stuff. Not only to keep track of all the photos, but they're all got these stupid names. IMG underscore three, five, seven, two. Okay. What was that? Where was it? Who's involved? You know, anything like that. So making them descriptive would be helpful in reliving yes. the RV experience. Yes. And, and that piece of it is called metadata, which is what we grandma wrote on the back of the photo. That was grandma's metadata Yes, because we're <laughs> digital. We go into um, the photo and we put a description in there. And the platform that I use gives individuals the opportunity to write as much metadata of the story as they want to that stays with that photo forever. Really? Um, so that those great, great grandkids get to read what was going on at the Grand Canyon or this past two years of going through um, the pandemic. Um, I recently came across information from my family when they went through um, the Spanish flu in 1919 and was reading about that. And so how cool would it be for our great, great grandkids to come back and see the photos of the places that we went to, the things that we did or didn't do um, during the pandemic and our story and how it affected us that goes with that. That's right. Now, is it possible for people who have like a box of photos to mail them to you and have you scan them and begin this process so they have the digital, they have the images converted yes. digitally? We have partnered with a company that um, does the bulk of the scanning um, that I use now. In the past, it's all been just me because I've just been local. Um, but now that I'm out and about, I found a phenomenal company to partner with that has the start to finish platform for exactly what everybody, but especially RVers need. Um, it gives us a cloud-based place to house our photos. In photo organizing world, you want to have your, your physical um, collection like on your laptop, because in an RV, most of us all function off of a laptop. You're going to have um, a couple of backups, an external hard drive and a flash drive that you keep someplace else. 
and then you're going to have your cloud um, backup so that you know Armageddon happens and everything gets wiped out. There is still a, a preserved copy in the cloud, and I found one company that will do that. And your um, your content is private, it is secure, and you own it. Most well, all of them, with the exception of like two or three companies, you are renting your space where you are storing your photos and your memories. So if you stop paying your rent, you know, if you're at a campsite and you don't pay your, your camp rent, they're going to boot you out. And the same thing happens with our digital um, real estate. If we are renting it and life happens and you don't pay your rent, they will delete your content and it has happened. Um, so the company that I found, you actually own your digital real estate. Um, and you can do everything from that. You save your photos and your videos and everything there. You can see them. You can create um, books or any other photo gift that you could think of. If you want to order it and send it to a grandchild um, or something like that, you can do that all from one platform. You're not putting pictures over in this platform and then you're sending some over there and then you can't remember where they're at or what you did with them. Uh, it's a one-stop solution to this huge pain point. Mm -hmm. And that's a very good point because it's not just that you're not paying the rent. Perhaps you're ill and you wound up in the hospital when your cloud storage contract renews and you weren't set up for automatic renewal. So after a few days, boom, it all disappears into just Neverland and you lose all that, of that information. Yes. And so that's that a, very thing happened to me because the catalyst that has preempted our RV adventure um, started in August of 2020 when my husband was severely burned in an accident at our home. We spent a month at the um, Iowa burn unit and then a month at rehab and he had uh, burns over 25% of his body. And so we have had to make some new lifestyle choices based on his injury. Thus, um, the RV life and eventually being able to chase the weather, so to speak. Um, while we were going through all of that, I had uploaded some pictures to a very good uh, company that does excellent, excellent work in printing the photo books and stuff and started a photo book life happened literally life caught fire and everything stopped and was put on hold during that time this company um had a policy that if you weren't in your account every six weeks doing something creating ordering working in it or whatever they would delete it because you know they don't want to pay to store your pictures so fast forward three or four months down the road we're home I've decided it's time for some self-care for me. I'm going to do something I enjoy to do. I'm going to go finish this book. I logged into my account with this company and everything was gone. All my photos, all my project, it was empty. Let's give those guys some publicity. What company would have eliminated all of your files? Well, it was MPix that did it, but they're, most of them will, some of them will do that. And we are all guilty, myself included, of, you know, that all that little tiny print that we all scroll down and we don't right. read and we just click that agree button at the bottom. Yes. <laughs> you know, it was in there. It told me um, just like when you put 
um, photos into um, Google Photos. If you read that small print, they let you know that you are agreeing that they will own a copy of your photos. Mm -hmm. And they can then do whatever they want to with them. They data mine it. So they send their artificial intelligence through all of your photos so that they know that you are in a camper and you have a dog and this and that. And then they sell that information to advertisers. Right. And not only that, but they are scanning the digital profiles as well. So they know who you are hanging out with. So they That's see your right. picture. They know that you are in that picture, but you're also in there with Greg Gerber. And so yes. let's start marketing to both Brenda and Greg. <laughs> right. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's in their, their terms of service. We just, nobody reads that. I mean, I'm just as guilty as the next guy. Um, so when I found the company that I've partnered with, um, they don't do that. You own your content. Nobody goes through it. It's private. It's yours. Um, and that made a huge difference to me that I knew that I wasn't selling, accidentally giving my, my photos away. And I think that the ability to put an entire description in there, not just 140 characters for a file name, is a big boost. So they can actually tell the story and the memory of what happened at that particular event as part of the description and it stays with the photo the entire time. Is that what I'm understanding? Yes. Uh -huh. And then your photos are also shareable. So you can create a share link. So let's say we've been to the grand Canyon and we've got a, a photo album in there of the grand Canyon experience. I can create a link and share that with you. So you can come in and see my photos from that trip and my descriptions and everything. The other wonderful thing is that you can use it then on an iPad. So let's say, you know, it's a rainy day, couple days in Florida and you can't get out and do anything. You're just sitting in the rig. You can go on your iPad to add your metadata and you can even use the talk to text feature so that you don't even have to be typing stuff in. You can just <laughs> speak to it and then, of course, check it because every once in a while some crazy word flies in there. That's incredible. And you don't even have to be able to type. I've worked with my dad to do that so because he's not going to type. So he's 80 years old. He's not going to sit down and type stuff, but he will punch the little microphone button and tell the story of the picture. That's a, that's incredible. And you make it yeah. so simple for people to preserve their memories. You mentioned that your yeah. husband was burned in a real bad accident. And that's what prompted you to go RVing. And why was that? Because you needed to be able to follow the, the weather. So made yeah, it easier the, for him. The extreme temperatures of the Midwest are really hard on his grafted skin. Mm. Um, and he, right now he owns a pest control business. And so he's outside in the elements all the time. And when you've had grafts, your skin is just so sensitive. Um, and, and we're starting to get old, 60s just around the corner. Um, and it was like, we were following some couples that RV full-time and uh, a year ago, last March, I kind of elbowed him as we were sitting on the sofa. And I said, we could do that. That looks like fun. I think we could do that. And he was like, you would never give up your stuff. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. I think I would. So we started the process last April. We had our first garage sale. And this April, we moved into our, our first full-time rig. So. Okay. And what kind of rig did you buy? We bought um, a Coachman Chaparral 373 MBRB. 
So it has, it is technically a three bedroom, two full bathroom fifth wheel. Uh, it's designed for a family, but it works great for us because we each took a bunk room as an office. Very cool. So, Very cool. so is yeah. your husband going to continue his business too? He is planning to sell it when the right opportunity comes along. We're hoping within the next year to have to sell his pest control business. And then, like I said, we'll be able, he wants to go to um, RV technician school. He's very handy and that just fits right in his wheelhouse. And then as we travel, um, I can be helping people with their photos um, and that we can do all remotely via Zooms and calls and that sort of thing. And then physically, if they need help, you know, so we'll go to Arizona and meet up with somebody and he can work on uh, RVs in Arizona while I help, you know, somebody I've met actually get their photos and their videos out of their storage unit and sent in to get them digitized. That's great. So have you had any challenges when you've been starting out? Because you've only been doing this for a couple of weeks. Uh, did you encounter <laughs> anything that made you like go, uh Oh, I wish I'd known that earlier. Nothing that I thought I'd wish I'd known that earlier. We spent the winter practicing, oh. so to speak, with um, the fifth wheel that we had. We had, and we're about to sell a um, Hitchhiker 2 fifth wheel uh, that worked great for us to practice in. So we spent two weeks in the RV over the winter and then two weeks back at our sticks and bricks, cleaning stuff up, packing stuff up, selling stuff, and then two weeks back in the RV so that we could practice just to make sure that, you know, that we could really do this. Um, so no, so far, I mean, we are customizing our rig now to our needs, turning the bunk rooms into offices, figuring out where the washer dryer combo is going to go, those sorts of things. But um, no, so far, I, I mean, granted, we're just getting started and I'm fully aware that it's not always going to be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there will be some challenges. So what, what but there's, you... there's challenges and tough spots when you live in sticks and bricks, things go wrong and it's not easy. So that's right. Where are some of the places you're dreaming of visiting? Well, we have 16 grandchildren. Whoa. Yes. Right now they are aged 22 to two. So we joke around that as they all reach adulthood and and put down roots different places that eventually we can like go and visit each one of them for two to three weeks and make the rounds. And at the end of the year, we just start over. So that would probably be, we're just going to go where the grandkids are. Do you have to hold up a 7-Eleven every November to pay for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> I have a really healthy um, monthly Christmas club savings that I do. Yes, because <laughs> it, it's a little spendy. Very good. Uh, so are there any other parts of the country that you'd really like to get to? I mean, would you go all the way up to Alaska or are there certain places that you've dreamed of visiting? So Alaska is interesting. Um, another caveat of our life and from my husband's accident and prompted us to live life now rather than wait is I lost mm -hmm. my first husband in 1991 to a drowning accident. So I've always been a little bit more in tuned to live life like there's no tomorrow because there might not be. So when my husband and I turned 49, instead of waiting till we were 50, just on the outside chance we didn't hit 50, <laughs> we actually flew to Alaska and rented an RV for two weeks and just drove around. And I 
love Alaska. Mm -hmm. It's a Kodak moment around every corner, isn't there? Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Very good. So we did that. Um, My husband likes uh, Florida. So we'll probably, between Florida and Arizona in the winter times, that's probably where we will head um, once we've sold his business. And um, eventually we are going to do the East Coast in the fall. I want to start at Maine and come down through. I've never done that. So that would be on my bucket list. That would be a very cool trip to start up in fall foliage and then follow the colors all the way down to Florida. What a, well, that would be a great memory to document. So when you're marketing your business and do you have you given any thoughts to how you can do that while you're in campgrounds? We were just literally having that conversation yesterday. And um, I know we're planning to put some signage um, and use our truck and our rig, you know, to kind of uh, do some wrapping on it so that you know, we're driving billboard. Um, and then honestly, it just comes up naturally as you're visiting with people, you know, oftentimes, especially with the RV community, it's very easy to just stop and ask them, what did you do with your pictures? Where's your wedding album? Where's the videos, you know, if they've got kids of your kids when they were growing up, um, you know, and that conversation really does just come naturally. Uh, and then I just share it with them, you know, if I can show you how you can make your memories mobile, you know, would you be interested? Uh, I haven't had anybody tell me no yet. <laughs> That's great. What kind of cost did it, uh, did you incur to start this business? Um, it wasn't much for my scanning equipment. Um, it was under a thousand dollars. And at this point going forward, as we are working through, um, preserving memory lane, which is what I named my business, there's really only about $160, um, fee to become, uh, an associate with the company that I partnered with so that, you know, it's really inexpensive to get started and it is so easy. Are you going to maintain Iowa as your domicile state? We are right now, um, mostly because uh, at some point in the future, when my dad passes away, I inherit the farm that I grew up on. So we've already changed our our domicile address um, to the farm with my dad. Do you have any advice for people who are just starting out in this? I know you're starting out as well, but is there anything that you would encourage them to do or dissuade them against doing? Um, nothing that I would probably dissuade them against doing just taking the time, do your, do your homework, do your due diligence, um, and just move forward. You know, my, one of the things, my favorite mantras is, um, growing old is a privilege. Not everybody gets to have. So, you know, as you're looking at the future and what you want to do, don't necessarily wait for tomorrow or for things to be better or easier because it might not happen. Um, and just go with your best life and, and go forward and don't be afraid. I mean, mistakes are just opportunities to learn how to do things differently. So if you do screw up something, okay, try plan B or C or D. <laughs> Very good. Well, why don't you tell, can you tell people what it would cost to hire you to help them preserve their memories? Um, for the most part, I am a coach and I'm going to help them use the platform of forever to put their things into. So the cost will depend on 
several different things. And again, I try and cater this to each client's needs. I have clients who have written me $6,000 checks to do an entire estate and curate it and do the whole thing. And I have clients who have spent less than $500 to digitize because they um, did the scanning themselves. It was before they, you know, they're still in sticks and bricks. So anywhere on the in-between mm -hmm. um, is where you're at. It depends on how many photos you have, how much you want to do yourself, um, and all of those little variables. And again, when I um, meet with a client in person or virtually chatting on the phone, uh, that's one of the things that we talk, to, talk about is, you know, what is a realistic budget for you? Um, what can you afford? What would you want to afford? And again, I go back to remind them that we can do things in, in bite-sized pieces and that what we're doing isn't just for us, it's for generations to come. So if they have a huge estate that we're going to do and we're looking at $5,000, break that down over the next, you know, five generations of people that are going to have access to all of those photos, family history, all of that good stuff. I mean, then it becomes, as they say, it's, it's priceless. Right. An investment. Um, and by doing what I do, which is where I'm at now in looking for partners, other um, RVers who have a passion for this, who can hear this and go, oh my gosh, that just makes so much sense. I wish I had known that there was a way to do this when we got started. Um, I am looking for um, associates to come and do this with me. And there's a way to add income to their uh, RV experience. It's not you know, you're not going to pay for everything, but I pay for an awful lot of the extras that, you know, we might not get to do otherwise. So there is that opportunity as well. I was going to ask about that. So if people wanted more information, how could they get in touch with you? The two best ways right now, because we are still in the pre-launch um, time of this, we're planning to do a full launch in October. Uh, so website's not up yet. Things aren't done. We're still working through all of the, the details of that. So the two best ways to reach out to me now is email, which is brenda.preservingmemorylane at gmail.com or to just call or text me on my cell phone. And my cell phone number is 641-757-7825. Very good. Well, this has been fascinating, Brenda. I, it sounds like a wonderful service to provide uh, for anybody of any age, but especially for older folks and people who just want to preserve their RV memories. I mean, you, you're going to be on the road for three to five years or longer. Uh, what a great way to learn how to preserve them so that you can relive them and so can your kids and the rest of your family. Yes. Super. So thank you very much for taking the time. I appreciate it. I truly enjoyed talking to Brenda Esdor, the owner of Preserving Memory Lane, about her business and her RVing experience. The beauty of Brenda's business is that once captured, the images, videos, and memories are retained in cloud storage forever. They can also be distributed to other friends and family members, so multiple copies of important photos are preserved, such as Grandpa and Grandma's wedding photos. It's a different system from Google Photos in that Brenda's company doesn't own the images, nor will it use artificial intelligence to scan the images for data mining purposes just to display more advertisements or to sell more stuff. The 
images belong to the customer. The couple runs their business from a 37-foot fifth wheel. It technically had three bedrooms and two full baths, which were ideally designed for a family to use. However, Brenda and her husband converted both bunk rooms into office space. That will make it very easy for them to work while traveling to visit their 22 grandchildren. Brenda lost her first husband in a drowning accident in 1991. So she and her current husband made a conscious decision to start RVing full-time in their late 40s on the outside chance they wouldn't reach 50. Brenda realizes growing old is not a privilege everyone gets to enjoy. Waiting for the ideal time to start something, like RVing, is risky because life may intervene and thwart those plans. For more information about Preserving Memory Lane, or to connect with Brenda, visit www.preservingmemorylane.org, email brenda.preservingmemorylane at gmail.com, or call her at 641 757 7809. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by WorkCamper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile, and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on each topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. That's all I have for this week's show. Next time, I'll be speaking with a man who works with other RVers to help build homes across the country for Habitat for Humanity. You'll learn all the details on the next episode of The Work Caper Show. Thanks for listening.